Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and our Catching Up With series, our short-form interview series. Who are we speaking with? Oh boy, if you watched the Rolex 24 at Daytona, you know the name of Lawrence Vantour. Larry, good old Larry Vantour from Belgium. Also a guy from hellacious dogged attacks. He came so close to taking the KCMG Porsche team to a debut win at the Rolex 24 in the GTD Pro Class. Lawrence, factory Porsche driver with fellow factory Porsche drivers in that entry, chased down the eventual class winning number nine FAF Motorsports Porsche 911 GT3R. This was the battle. This was the close to the Rolex 24. Lawrence just wearing out the plaid Porsche. His, uh, his colleague, his Porsche factory colleague, Matthew Jaminet, in that entry, it was the show. And so, of course, we celebrate our, our dear friends at FAF for the achievement, but I like the, the, the scrapper, the one that maybe in the entry that wasn't expected to shine. That's where my attention is going to focus. So, spoke with Lawrence, who's back home, and honestly, there's a lot of emotion that he shares here. Not necessarily what you hear in his voice, but his words. And this is something that is really not going to sit well with him. Losing out on the victory after trying so hard, after showing the world what many of us know. Oh my gosh, this guy is phenomenal. But wanted to check in with him. Second place. Feels like full agony of defeat. And so, spent 15-20 minutes on the phone with Larry here. Tuesday morning. Hope you enjoy this quick visit with Larry, brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, TorontoMotorsports.com. You want to pay a visit to MarshallPruittPodcast.com. You have a lot of different ways you might subscribe, more than 1,200 back episodes to enjoy. It's never fun, Lawrence, right? Like, you want to be talking about, hey, can I send you photos of the shiny new Rolex on my wrist and how amazing and sometimes the story doesn't go the way you hope but holy crap man after i don't know a day or two have you been able to add any additional appreciation to how special that fight was over the last uh last seemingly forever to close the race or does it still sting that you didn't end up with the win um it's still purely the race itself um still hurts almost as bad as 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 directly after um i mean you know uh, you're in in this fight everything goes well you got a car to win um you know these these opportunities don't come along every year um and yeah i think Sean, I've, I've tried everything I could imagine to make it happen, but it wasn't enough. And of course, uh, like last night, I was having a little jet lag and, you know, you're laying in bed for, uh, fortunately, two or three hours awake and, you know, the movie's just playing in your head. Uh, what what did I do? Could I have, could I have done this differently? Uh, should I have done this differently? And that's obviously very easy in hindsight because 
you have time to think about it at that moment you need to make split uh, second decisions um, and go for it um, the only thing which does ease the pain and and eases it quite a lot uh, it actually makes me makes me happy is to is to see um, feeling wise pretty much the whole internet uh, celebrating the fight and 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 almost giving giving me more um, nice words than uh, than uh, past victories when I when I when I had those so that that's that's certainly eases up the pain of uh, not winning it um, and yeah still doesn't put the Rolex on my wrist but you know. Um, that's that's sports. You're always a winner and a loser, and um, I guess I'll have to try to get that Rolex another day. I'm gonna read, Lawrence, uh, something that you posted, and I'll, I'll ask a couple questions about it in a second. But I thought it was it was really telling about the response you posted uh, on Monday morning. Uh, I guess everyone has seen the result of the 24 Hours of Daytona by now. Yes. <clears throat> I'm still absolutely gutted, drove my heart out, tried everything I could, but unfortunately it was not enough. The movie keeps playing in my head, but there's no rewind button. A victory was the one and only thing we wanted. Anything else would have been defeat. That was our approach and the way I raced. Opportunities to win big races like these don't come along very often. So when it does, you have to put it all on the line. Then you go to close with the battle I had with Matthew was exceptional. I have zero hard feelings. We raced hard, very hard, both with 100% passion. The only thing that gives me joy today is to read all the comments from race fans all over the world celebrating our fight and describing it as one of the best ever. Congratulations to Matthew and the number nine FAF Porsche and their crew. It was an honor. wanted to read that, Lawrence, because in sports car racing, unless we're talking about winning the 24 hours of Le Mans overall or something that has huge international profile sports car pro and champion like you doesn't always get the amount of love and followers and reaction on social media as you should. It's one of the, the crimes in motor racing. You've had more than 8,000 likes on that tweet that stood out to me, man. Uh, that tells me that there were a lot of folks who were tuned in watching also felt for you knowing how hard you tried to win for the KCMG team. You mentioned the positive feelings from the reactions you've gotten. Tell me about within the team. Tell me about coming uh, back to pit lane and seeing your teammates, uh, whether it was... Our, our boy Patrick Pile, who did some great work there, Alexander Imperatori, obviously, uh, Dennis Olson, uh, Matt Housen, who I love, uh, who, who looks after the team. Tell me about their reaction to your battle to try and take home the victory for them. They, What were their feelings afterwards? I mean, I think I, think I was... I mean, I cannot speak for what they think deep inside, but 
I felt that I was the one who was most, let's say, destroyed. The first hour, every time I sat down and started thinking about it deeply, I started to have tears in my eyes. Uh, and everybody else, obviously, Patrick, Dennis, and, and Alex, and the team, I mean, it's no secret that a win would have been 100% preferred, but they were all massively supported and massively joyful on one hand as well they they were laughing with a tear in their eye which gives me goosebumps telling it because yeah we literally tried it and put it all out there and yeah it didn't work but um afterwards as well if i see i saw some pictures moment pictures of the the pit stand where uh, I think it was the moment when I passed Jamie the first time that everybody stood up and was was screaming, screaming like hell. And I think the the range of emotions on on those yeah last hour, last minutes it was huge for for everybody. Um, and yeah, it, I I felt I was the one the most disappointed because I obviously I wanted to win. Uh, the race and, and, and win it for myself, but also I felt, you know, I, I let other guys down as well by not, by not having completed it. But, uh, I mean, there was, I haven't had one single even disappointed look towards me, which, which also made me, you know, feel, feel a lot better in that way. Um, yeah, it was it was special, like you say, those uh, with all the the comments and feedback I had. I think I honestly had more <laughs> feedback, uh, positive comments or nice words compared to when I've won uh, Le Mans in 2018 in GT, for example, which wow. in this a reasonably big race, <laughs> yeah. Um, which yeah, I mean I've. I don't know how or why or what. I mean, I obviously was in the car at that moment, uh, so I haven't uh, lived the full show from the outside, but I guess, yeah. You done good. I guess it must have been special. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. So I have a theory. You can dispel this. I have a theory. You got a call from Porsche, from the top of the company, late in the race, saying, Lawrence, I have a project for you to close over the last hour, we want you to become our official bumper tester because I am confident front bumper, rear bumper, Porsche 911 GT3R has never been put to this level of a test. <laughs> you wore the number nine FAF Porsche out front, back, side, not driving improperly, not, again, no, there's nothing negative about what I'm saying. I'm being a little cheeky, but no. seriously, man, if there was ever any question as to whether you will go 101% to get the victory completely answered in the closing uh, stint, can you take us inside the car, uh, Lawrence, and tell us about your mindset are you actively i don't want to say thinking because obviously you're thinking the whole time but some drivers when they get into a zone you know they're not really uh playing out every step they're going to make before they make it they're just reacting 
and they're kind of just animals attacking. Can you take us through this, brother? Because there was not a corner on the track where you were not trying to do exceptional things to get past. You eventually did, but what was that like from inside the car? Where were you at uh, in your mind or your, your, your animal approach? I mean, it's, it's, it's very difficult to describe in detail because a big part of it is, I guess, something which occurs naturally. And I mean, to, to go a bit on the side, if, if someone always answer, answers me or asks me the question from what's your strength and what's your weakness, it's the same thing. It's, I don't know why or where I have it from, but if, if I want to achieve something in, in motorsport or in life, um, I'll, I'll do anything to, to achieve it. Um, and I'm not talking about racing on a track, but in, in, in preparing or in training or working for it. Um, but that's something also, you know, can also be negative because, you know, you, you can try and walk through a wall, but you can't. Um, I know in that moment in time, it was just winning was really the only and the only option. So Mathieu was, was very good at what he was doing at, at, at defending and he started very early on and I didn't have the chance to get by in the straight. So I had to, I had to do it somewhere else and he was blocking in all the corners where there was a chance. So yeah, after a while I started coming up with the idea where I'm going to start using my bumper a bit, but, and this is where I was a bit worried in hindsight, but <laughs> I think I'll come back to that later. Normally if we, if we have a full factory program, like the, the RSR and GTLM in the past, I mean, it's strictly forbidden to have contact between two Porsches. Um, you'll yeah, you'll get in trouble. This was obviously customer racing where we are racing for KCMG and FAF, which are you know they are financing the thing. So it's it's different, but you know from a little bump at the first time, a lot of things involved <laughs> over the next hour. Um, and still with with the the professional and also friendship respect between Mathieu and me, but obviously it got rougher and rougher because we got closer and closer to the end and neither of us wanted to to give in. And yeah, I I don't know, there's there's not I would I wouldn't say there's not much thinking going on at that moment because there is, but it's all it's all natural, it's all your instinct, I think, your will to to wanting to achieve something and, and just, you know, look at every opportunity and, and possible way to to get there. Also, what happened in the last GK, in the last lap, I mean, did I have time to think it through? No. Uh, I got on the toe, he defended, I had two seconds ago to the ride. And then that was the last shot I was going to have. I knew when I was breaking that there's a high chance that this was not going to work, but you know, it's, it's all or nothing at that point. And it didn't work, but if I would have sat behind, uh, we've had the same result. So I think it's all instinct. It's, 
instinct and the will to to really wanting to achieve something. I figure we'll close here, Lawrence. Just a a simple recognition that, as you mentioned, Lamal winner, IMSA champion, uh, you have achieved so much. Right, that's why you are a factory driver for Porsche. Your your talents uh, are are just phenomenal. This is why uh, you are a featured part, uh, as you mentioned, customer racing. Right, you are are brought in, winning the title last year with FAF Motorsports, going up against the uh, the team and car that you loved most last year. Now. You're having to fight against them for the class win in GTD Pro at Daytona. But I, I do, it, I know it doesn't mean anything, and it's not going to get you that watch in the win that you wanted. But I do also appreciate the fact that it seems like the world that follows sports car racing, maybe some who weren't sure who you totally were beforehand, I think you've gained more appreciation for your amazing talent and badass determination behind the wheel by not winning from trying to win coming up a little bit short here at Daytona than maybe some of the things where you had all the success before with major class wins in titles. I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying it, it makes you happy. I'm just saying it does make me happy at least to realize that boy, a lot more folks are going to be tuning in to watch you and whatever it is you're doing in whomever's car in the future, because they know that there's going to be some fireworks going on there. So if that's a consolation prize, it's worth a lot less than a Rolex watch. I understand that, but uh, I'm just happy for you in the fact that folks got to see you in, in your fullest extent here at the Rolex 24. And I think you made a lot of new lifelong fans. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very hard to pinpoint the emotions. I mean, yeah, like I said, I don't have the Rolex, I don't have the victory, and it was a dream for me because I've I've dreamed of winning those four big 24-hour races, and I'm only missing Daytona. So that would have been huge for me. But like you say, the amount of 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 messages I've read, comments I've read, where people saying things from "I will remember this for the rest of my life" and show this to my kids. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, um, it is worth a huge, hugely amount, uh, and it's difficult to to describe. <laughs> it's it's very, very special and very unique, obviously. And I'm I'm very happy. I'm, I'm I'm proud as well to to be able, you know, to bring a show like this to anybody, uh, everybody watching, because you know, in the end, that's that's also why we do it for. Um, we want to be successful in races and, and give a good show. Um, I wasn't just trying to do the show. I was just trying to win, but I'm happy it turned out to be a good show. But yeah. The Larry Drives His Balls we'll, uh, Off we'll show. <laughs> the, the Larry Drives His Balls Off show. Uh, it, it's a new instant favorite. So, brother, I appreciate yeah. you, uh, you taking some time here. Uh, Again, it's never fun speaking to someone after giving their all and not getting what they wanted. But uh, if nothing else, you gave us a gift that folks, for years to come, as you mentioned, they're going to be replaying this thing. Good Lord, this is the new standard. It's almost unfair. 
Maybe I maybe I do. Maybe I'm mad at you, uh, Lawrence, because there's no way. There's no way next year's Rolex 24 GTD Pro GTD whatever is going to live up to this. So maybe you ruined the race. Maybe we need to be mad at you. Uh, kidding aside, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. And good Lord, it's only the first race of the year. What else are you going to do from here on out? I don't know, but we're going to be watching. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much.